Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. We got a great show. I'm here with Shang. We got Jesse Taylor coming in. We got Don Fry. We got McCorkle, Ween Dog. It's a fucking crew today. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors, Speedweed. Marijuana is legal in California. Get it delivered right to you. No reason to leave your house right now unless you absolutely have to. Uh, so, speedweed.com. Shang, how are you, man? I'm actually I'm good too. I just was debating with someone um, for a while about. And believe it or not, not only MMA, but just the world in general. And I just feel like I still believe in the people who got heart over skill. I just think. <laughs> I like just, in general? In general. Uh, well, I think it's both. Like they say, you know, hard work. You got to have skill, yeah, but yeah, you yeah. got to have the, the, the heart to back it up. Of course. Well, also you have to have the heart to keep going, not necessarily in the fight, it's one thing to have heart in the fight. It's one thing to have heart during the comedy set. It's when things aren't going well in the downtime. It's right. are you going to practice in the downtime? Are you going to have faith in yourself as a comic when things aren't popping? When you're, are you still going to do it? Or are you going to quit like everybody else and say, you know what? What am I doing this for? Blah, blah, blah. This is not fair. You know, it, like life gives you a lot of really good reasons to stop doing something. But it, just, but it just gives you one to keep going. And it's just finding that one good thing to keep going, you know? And I just feel like, I feel like, you, you know, comedy-wise for me, I feel like, you know, it's my heart of going at it that makes me go forward. It's not necessarily just my skill. It's my heart. Like, yo, fuck that. I'm going to move forward. Dude, that's shit's, happened. Shit, shit's fucked up, so what? I'm going to keep moving forward. Dude, so many of these comics right now are like, I'm not doing Zoom shows. I'm like, okay, first of all, you're, that mean, the reason I'm doing Zoom shows is because I want to be ready when they call me back up again, when, the, when everything opens up. In fact, I just got a huge announcement. I'm not going to say it, but a huge announcement for a special. And I'm ready because of the fucking Zoom shows. Because I'm right. doing I got five. I got five new bits the last Zoom show where, boom, 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 that I know are killers. But all these comics are like, I'm not doing Zoom. Oh, really? So, I mean, it's great, but are you writing every day? Because the Zoom shows is forcing me to write because it's the same 10 people that keep showing up to the show. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, well, we, we heard this last week. So right. uh, you got you to gotta be on your game. You got to be on your game. Now, right. now, we had one of the funniest conversations. About this. What's up, Joe, by the way? How are you? Wait, did I hear that you have a comedy special in the works? I got something really big. I'm not gonna announce it to the to the contracts are signed, but uh, uh, it's it's good shit. It's good shit. Don't be that way. It's now, how shit. does this benefit me? Because I'm, I've been in this show for the long run. I've been part of May Roasted for five years. How does your comedy special help me out? It, it will help you out. Trust me on this. One. It'll <laughs> help you out in a, a ween in a major way. Yes, uh, I'm excited. Now, uh, one of the funniest conversations I had in a while was with Shang on the phone last week. I called you up. Uh, just to make sure everything was cool with the last week's show because I know that there was a lot of debates. And by the way, the 
we have more comments, people calling you Antifa Shang, other people saying, thank God for Shang, because, uh, because if not, it would have been a bunch of Trump supporters, which by the way, I am not a Trump supporter, okay? I don't support any, either candidate right now. Right. <laughs> I'm waiting for somebody to come in and save, and save the day, okay? Um, now, but, but I'm saying a lot, you got a lot of love, but a lot of people are like, hey, where is Shang on the next show? And someone said, at a protest. Like, like the comments, people are- <laughs> But I like that. I don't, I mean, we're comics, who gives shit. If I had thin skin, I mean, I would be like, oh my God, you hurt my feelings. Get the fuck out of here. Oh like yeah, but, like, but it's pretty funny too. Like people actually, a lot of people are, are you know what? Either Antifa? <laughs> you either have to be loved or hated in this business. That sounds like a black girl I used to date, Antifa. <laughs> Antifa. <laughs> uh, so you listen, the, but the point is, is that we can have these conversations, okay? And the fact that we're like, I get to hear Shank's point of view, I get to hear Don Fry's point of view, I get to hear Vince's point of view, that's why we're having a fucking podcast. I, I, I try to watch MSNBC sometimes, and I, I, and I do watch it, but it's four liberals talking, like agreeing with each other. Uh, at least, well, at least Tucker gets people that like he absolutely can't stand. I want to hear opposing views. That's why you're on that new conservative uh, platform, Joe. What? Isn't it oh. like a new conservative platform? No. It's like Tinder <laughs> for Republicans or something. What's oh, it? it's called. Um, fuck. What's it called? P something. Parlor. Parlor. It's called. Parlor. It's don't fuck me in the ass. I called par aren't, aren't you on Parlor? I haven't opened the app since I downloaded it like four weeks ago. It's literally just Twitter, but with a bunch of, you know, pro-Trump stuff. Yeah, but I don't want to hear just one side. That's the yeah. whole point. Like, I want to hear people's both sides. That's, isn't that what we're, what we're doing this for? To hear, I mean, anyway, without getting political right now, I just want to say we got a lot of good, good feedback from the last one. Now, but I called you up and I said, Shang, did you hear about uh, Tyson versus Roy Jones? And then, and then you started laughing and then I go, you hear about the undercard. You're like, who? I said, Jake Paul versus Nate Robinson. And then you were like, what? This is a fucking open mic? Can anybody sign up right Can now? Can anybody fight? I want to fight. I want to be on the undercard. Shit. <laughs> like, who do you think wins? Nate Robinson or Jake Paul? Oh, Jake Paul. Yeah. He <laughs> boxed before, right? He boxed before. So he had some idea of actually being in a fist fight. You know, where the other guys, it's like, I'll do it. Fuck it. <laughs> it's like, it's just hilarious to me that whoever they pick, like, oh, fuck it, man. I'm just want to, I want to do it. It's like, you, you're going to get your teeth knocked out. At least, like, like, if somebody offered that to me, at least I've actually competed. At least I actually have been in situations where, like, okay, I know where to tuck my show. I know to do something. What's he going to do? Hit a free throw? He's going to get his ass kicked. <laughs> He's going to start dunking. I don't know. He's an athlete. How, by the way, did you watch DMX versus Snoop Dogg on Instagram? No, I didn't even watch it. That, that was amazing. DMX, by the way, I said, like, she'd be like DMXL. He, he's huge. I mean, he's, he's obviously had a tough life. He's, he's doing well. But, you know, that goes to show you when, when we have these debates on the greatest of all time, right? So DMX, I think, had probably two of the best rap albums of all time if not the best rap album of all time one of them at least and i think he had a better shorter career versus snoop who had a better longer career but, right, not, as, but, but not as good as dmx like his oh, highs, DMX killed it for about five years he his, his highs weren't as high as dmx but he longer so like i don't know it, it, it's like it's like the debate right now dana white said the winner of stipe versus cormier is the best heavyweight of all time and I say, I don't know, because oh. I go, you got to go Fedor. 
I think Fedor is basically the DMX of fighting or, or, or like the Mike Tyson of fighting. Like, yeah, it wasn't as long, but, but it was dominant. But Mark Coleman, I mean, the guys he beat, Crow Cop, and he beat, and he beat, he didn't just beat Mark Coleman, he beat, let's just allegedly juiced out Mark Coleman and, and, right. and, juiced, and, and juiced out Crow Cops. And I don't think, by the way Fedor looked his body, he was on anything. Yeah, that guy did not look like he, yeah, ever he did not look like he was. He definitely wasn't on it. But I, I would say, I would definitely say Fedor, way more than Stipe. Like not even, it's not even in the same ballpark. Based on opposition of opponents. Uh, uh, yes, yeah. I mean, he had some fucking giant horse hoof fed, you know, fucking guys he was fighting. <laughs> whereas in no, Stipe hasn't. He's he hasn't. I mean, I definitely put him in the same category because Stipe... Oh, are you serious? Well, I would say, because look, I mean, Stipe, I mean, he beat DC. He also, he beat um, uh, Verdum. Uh, he, I mean, he, he's beaten, uh, he beat Nganu. I mean, these are I was That was impressive. That I mean, was, these, these aren't, you know, small guys that he's beating. I don't think he beat the new Nganu. <laughs> you can say Stipe is the best heavyweight in the UFC of all time, can you? You can make that argument. Oh, I, 100%. Of all time, out of every organization. But, but, I, but I think that, you know, he did beat Cormier. I'm not, gonna add, I'm not saying he beat Cormier, but he did take a, a huge L the first time he fought Cormier. He also lost to Stefan Struve, right? So, yeah. whereas, like, Fedor, well, just where Fedor went through everybody real quick. You know what I'm saying? Once Fedor lost... I think when he lost to, uh, what was it, uh, who did he lose to, Verdum the first time, and then he lost to uh, the Giant Silva. He had a bunch of losses in a row, and then he lost to Dan Henderson. Once, he, once it's like, once he lost, he lost. Right. But, but it was that time before that. I mean, he was, you know, when he beat Arlovsky and when he beat some, some of these, you know, these, these huge guys, he, you know, he was just running. Well, was, you you know, got to look at the argument when they say best of. You got to look at record. You got to look at opposition. And I'm telling you, I think that George St. Pierre's up there. I, I Let's talk about that for a second. Funny you bring him up because – so today it got announced that GSP – no, that, um, that uh, Khabib is going to fight Gaethje October 24th. And they're saying it might actually be in, in, the, in the Middle East, which I don't care. There's going to be no social distancing. Those people are going to come out for Khabib. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Khabib. Nobody's going to wear it. They're going to like, fuck a mask, fuck Khabib, this. Khabib is a rock. I mean, he's a rock star here. He's a rock star. And justifiably so. He's, the, he's like grappling-wise and just ground and pound. And I think, which I think he beats Justin Gaethje. Although, it's his first fight when his dad passed away. And, you know, his dad seemed like a really great guy. A lot of people loved his dad. Said great things about him. Right. What, what I remember, what I found interesting was after he – jumped out of the cage to beat up Dylan Dennis. That wasn't and, cool. That wasn't – I liked it, but that wasn't cool because it made it look like – I don't know. I didn't like that. Well, it wasn't a good look for the sport that now no, guys are yeah, actually – people looking at the sport are like, oh, fuck. Is people, are, people are jumping out of cages to fight audience members, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's not a good look at all. But, you know, he did say the one thing he, he was upset about was that his dad was going to get mad at him. Like he, it was just like out of everything. The guy just made millions of dollars. He beat Conor McGregor. He he looked amazing. He jumped out of a, a, a cage. He beat up Dylan Dennis. All this stuff. But he was like, my dad's gonna be, like, which shows you, it just brought him down to like a really human level. That no matter like what happens, like family is so important. 
Like he right. Was like, and like Adam's dad, like if Adam jumped off stage and started <laughs> attacking somebody at a comedy show, Adam's, he wouldn't be worried about, oh, I wonder if my dad will be upset. I mean, maybe I, I think my dad would be upset. Uh, but at the same time, he was like also fearful that his dad, I think, was going to like put a whooping on him. Like, like he's just, uh, I, I don't know. It made, me, it made him very human to me. And it's just very like. Uh, you know what? I, it didn't make, he's never come off very human. He, he wrestles. Really? Very, yeah, he's a fucking automatron. I don't know where they got him. There's but, something about him, though, that's very nice. I mean, Gaethje, if they stand on their feet, Gaethje's going to fucking clock the shit out of him. Gaethje's a, Gaethje's not, he's no joke, man. That motherfucker move forward and he'll take a beating, but he'll give you one. So you think he beats Khabib? Absolutely. Really? Wow. I agree. Absolutely. You agree? Yes. I'm all, I'm team Justin Gaethje all day. Exactly. I mean, I like like them both, but I'm telling you right now, Gaethje on the feet and the new now. I mean, Gaethje's not better on the feet than McGregor was. McGregor on the feet. Oh, I disagree. I disagree. On the feet? I mean, McGregor McGregor on the feet went 10 rounds with Mayweather. I mean, McGregor on the feet. That was a money grab. Okay, I I understand. But McGregor on the feet is amazing. I mean, he's that's his I think Gaethje's more hardcore. I think he's more hardcore. I think in the pocket, Gaethje's more hardcore. Gaethje will take some damage. Gaethje will fucking, he's, he's got a rock head. I'm telling you, even though he's lost, he gets, he gets, he gets hurt a lot too. You he look at a lot of his fights. Just, look, I don't think Habib has that fucking kind of power to knock him. I out. just, I just wonder what the impact of not having his father in his corner will be. That's the X factor. Uh, whether he'll be even better. That, no, yeah, that's a huge hit on him. They, they said that. Uh, I saw a couple of interviews with Dana White, and Dana White said he's not going to even bother him right now because him losing his father, he doesn't even. Yeah, wanna... I wonder what that's going to do because that could destroy a man, or it could, it could he could be even better, or it, it could motivate him. And how about motivate, motivate him? But how much better can can be be? I mean, the guy's never lost. I, I mean, I I would say out of what his thirty fights, he he lost like maybe a couple of rounds. I mean, I don't know how many fights he's had, but yeah, I'm saying it most. So yeah, even, um, even with Conor McGregor, I think one round I would give to Conor. Yeah, one round. Now, what we, I brought up GSP because uh, Khabib said for his last fight he wants to fight GSP, and Dana said he would try to make that happen. Now there's a fight. I don't I, know. Who, I don't know happen. who wins. It's not going to happen. I saw the interview with GSP, and he said, uh, "He said, no, I'm I'm retired. I'm rich." I don't know, but let's say let's say that happens. Uh, it's at 170, right? Because he's also he's going to be 41. Yeah, but he look how good he looked looked against Bisbing. I know, I mean, but he's Burke Bisbing. He even said he said I'm I'm 40. I'm 40 at the time. He said I'm 40. I'm. He's not 40. How old's uh how old's 40, Wean Dog? I mean, how old is 40? How, how, how old is 40? <laughs> did you just say how old is 40? I did. I said how old is 40. He's 39. Okay, you're right. Look at yeah. you saying you're on it. You're on it. He's gonna be 40. All right. So a 40-year-old GSP is different. Versus if, how how old is Khabib? He's like, oh, he's 31. All Come right. On. Okay. Come on. Boy, he seems older. Those, those Dagestanis. They just, they like come out with beards and stuff. They, they <laughs> They're born as babies with beards. Yeah. Somebody said they don't get actual teddy bears. They get actual bears, you know, like. <laughs> like <laughs> no, because you got to look at it. Now, if it was GSP in his prime against Habib, I think, uh, I think, I think Habib would have lose by far. Well, he had to go up a weight, the weight also, but also I, I, I would think that it's funny because both those guys are the best wrestlers in MMA. 
and they didn't wrestle in high school or college. Like Dagestani, I mean, Dagestani wrestling, you wrestle, but it's not, it's different wrestling. You know, which is GSP never wrestled in high school, but uh, MMA wrestling is different, which is crazy, right? Um, I don't know who wins that fight. I mean, I would think that GSP has more weapons. He has than- more weapons. Man, I've seen him. I haven't seen anybody even block one of his Superman punches. I haven't <laughs> seen him. No, every time he's done that, he's landed and fucking clocked people. I haven't seen anybody scramble like GSP. I, I, still thought, I still thought Johnny Hendricks beat him, though. I think Hendricks- Johnny Hendricks, no, 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 no. I, I think he bloodied him more, so you are leaning towards that, but GSP won that fight. I don't think so. I mean, I think he won it. He won in the, in the fact that you have to beat the champ to get the title. Right. You know you have to beat the champ to beat the champ. But and that's I, not the, But that's not how MMA works. It's in boxing they, they do that, which I also... Oh, no, no, no. It works that way. And you don't think that works that way in MMA? No, they they give close fights to it, it doesn't. It, no, they don't do that. If it's this close fight, they'll go to whoever. I mean, if, if that was the case, if that was the case, Cejudo never would have beat. Uh, okay, so so you you watched the fight. You know, I think Hendricks definitely landed the more power shots. But at the end of the day, GSP definitely out wrestled him at, without question. There's no gray area. I, I gotta watch it again. I remember wa- I remember watching it at the time. Watch it again and take really downs. Down. Take downs. You can. I'm telling you. I got to watch it again. Now, all right, Corey Anderson. Can we bring up this picture, by the way? Let me see. I'll, I'll make sure that I could, you can share the screen. Um, Corey Anderson, who's also, I don't know if you know Corey. He's a great fighter. He's the one that knocked out, um, what's his name? Jimmy Jimmy Walker, right? Uh, Johnny, Johnny Walker. Walker. Johnny Walker. He didn't fight Jimmy Walker from the good times. He didn't. He lost, yeah, I, I wish he knocked that guy out, too. Uh, he. Uh, it was like a dating Ann Coulter, which is the strangest relationship. Yeah, well, they're both assholes, so. So, um, to me, not to be political, shit. I just, so Corey's a guy that like keeps taking like one step forward, two steps back. One of those guys. So, he this is a picture of him from recently, from 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 yesterday. Uh, so he, uh, February 21st, following his last fight, he blacked out and collapsed, smashing his face on a gravel road after scouting some land for hours and in the ER. Okay, so all right, get that off. Um, I hope he's okay. Seems like a real nice guy. I got a couple questions about this. Like, he's scouting land? Like, what is he like Magellan? Like, like <laughs> I'm telescope. Right plant my flag. Are like, you? What? He looks <laughs> like he got mauled. Somebody threw acid in his face. What the like, fuck? I know. I thought this was just like swollen, like a hematoma or something. But now seeing it up close, it looks like some like third degree burns or something. Yes, shit. it does. It looked, he he definitely got in a fight with a toxic avenger or something. I don't know what the fuck happened. Like he passed out while scouting land. I, I like th- th- this guy's he, a week after his fight. Like he's he's blaming the uh, New Mexico after his fight in New Mexico. They didn't do a proper. Scan on him. They let they released him from the hospital. Told him he was okay. That's why he was kind of glad. Maybe he has a case. Hope he's okay. But he's been cleared to fight again. He said he could. He said he could return, even after that picture. Um, so oh this, my god, the tough guy. But wow, uh, tough guy. Maybe a delusional guy. Are you kidding me? Like, look at that motherfucker's face, man. It looks <laughs> like a baboon's ass. <laughs> oh my god. No, no, no. A baboon's ass that was dipped in fucking acid. Yo, oh. he needs to. Oh, he needs man. To get better first for a while. What oh, you- oh, yeah. Well, I think yeah. that, that, that might have been actually taken in February. So I think he's, I think he's okay now. He's if, he's better, if he's better up to par, but you can't just bounce back from that kind of fucking. Yeah. And, how, and next time he goes to Land, Corey, bring someone with you. 
Okay? Yes. So, uh, you know, just, wow. How about just don't scout for land in a fucking lava? How about, <laughs> what does scout for land even mean? I don't even know what that What does it mean? <laughs> That's the weirdest thing. Yeah. I was scouting for land. I was scouting for land and then... Uh, um, spider spit acid on my face. Yeah, it, it does make it makes no sense, right? Yeah, but I mean, uh, he cleared the fight. No, get me wrong, he's a tough guy. He's absolutely a tough guy. But even tough guys need to just chill. Oh my God! His, yeah, his his grill, his grill is definitely. Uh, I mean, I want to say that shit to his face, or no, no, or no half, yeah. I'm sorry, half of his face, because the <laughs> other half. I would talk shit to. Uh, well, yeah. Well, Corey, get well, man. Get well. Get well. Uh, now, now Mike Perry's girlfriend announced she's pregnant, uh, which I said it's like 16 and pregnant. I guess he's going to be on next next year on MTV. Uh, I like Mike Perry, but man, this guy's life is drama. So yesterday, his ex-girlfriend posted a picture on Instagram. Um, if you want to... pull that up? Yeah, yeah. So right, hold on. she wants to get on the Joe Rogan or Hawani podcast to said that she basically should, said she got me too'd by Mike Perry. He was threatening to set the house on fire with the dog and oh, all kinds of that. stuff. He got a restraining order against her. Like, just, just all bad, all bad. Um, now, listen, I don't know what happened, so I want to hear his version, but um, it's not a good look. I'm done being silent. What happened is not okay. It's never acceptable. It's still happening to others. It's time for someone to speak up, to be brave and tell the truth. I'm ready to talk. Who's ready to listen? Joe Rogan uh, or uh, Ariel Hawani, you know, first comment in, sounds like you're trying to cloud chase. Uh, <laughs> right. Joe, next one, Joe Rogan doesn't give a fuck. Uh, I mean, so I don't know what happened. I just think that Mike Perry's got to like get his life. Cause two weeks ago he was beating up old guys, uh, four people at like yeah. at, at a bar. And, uh, and now he's, his girlfriend's pregnant. And now his ex is pussed. I mean, it just seems like Mike Perry either needs to get a life together or needs his own reality show. Uh, no, I think that he's always been that way. I think it's just elevated now. And I think that he's, something's wrong with him. Like literally, like he's bipolar or something. He's fucked up in the head and there, but he's also a good fighter. So that, I mean, know, which a lot of, a lot of fighters, a lot of fighters are fucked up in the head. He's a great fighter. I just, <laughs> I just, we've, I just hope this doesn't become a warmer team situation. Where who's doing you know ends up killing somebody right or almost killing somebody and you know because you know talent is one thing but you have to be able to control you. you you can't come on man let's let's get it together you know let's that, and that photo doesn't help of him holding her <laughs> that was very strange that was a strange photo that was definitely a, a photo I would be like eh, I don't know if I want that one out there. I think Mike needs like a big brother right now or a mentor. But he wouldn't listen. You can you never seen his interviews? Hey motherfucker, I'm just like, I'm doing me. Like, hey, okay. Dude, you know what? You need to have a, a nice cup of cocoa. So Shane, you've been around the block for a while. Where do you think this ends up? I, I think it ends up him killing somebody. I mean it. Really? Uh, really. He's he's one of those dudes I can see not on purpose killing him, but him beating somebody to death. Or his pregnant girlfriend getting, hey, you got out of line. Wham! And I, he don't seem like he has any parameters. But if he gets some help now, I think he'll be okay. But he needs help. The, one of, I think one of the issues is that his, his pregnant girlfriend is his coach, too. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, that's, you know, that's never. <laughs> so, so, 
there, there he is, goddammit. There he is. Cigar smoking, motherfucker. I like that. Don Fry, what are your thoughts on the Mike Perry situation? So, so Mike, you know who Mike Perry is? Not a clue, buddy. Man. Okay. Not a clue. Well, Fill right, me well, in. Uh, well, so he's a fighter who, um, very talented fighter. He's got tattoos on his face all over. He's a, a guy that, like, you know, he's a, a brawler, um, really hard to put out. But it's just his social life consists of, like, he fired his camp. His girlfriend's his trainer. His girlfriend's, like, 16 years. I mean, She's 19, 20. She's young. Looks like she's younger. Um, his his ex-girlfriend just posted on Instagram saying that she's been me too'd by him. He got he was in a bar fight a couple weeks ago where he beat up four old guys or three old guys. I think a couple of them deserved it. Uh, so he just seems like an out of control guy. Which yeah, you know, surprisingly in MMA, it's actually there's not a lot of that. You know. No, it's very rare. Yeah, but I think the best thing is that he fired his girlfriend. You know that never works. I mean, first one thing you don't have your your loved one, you know, your family member in, in the in the training room. You know, you don't even have him in the fucking locker room before a fight. But to have, but to have a goddamn girl on top of that as your trainer, you're really. Well, no, 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 no. His his uh, his his girlfriend is is his uh, current trainer, and cornerman, and cornerman. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. That's not good. Yeah, that's a, that's a mistake all the way around. Now we we were having a uh, we, we were having a uh, debate on whether or not because Dana White says the winner of Fedor no the winner of Cormier, Cormier. Yeah. versus uh, Stipe is the greatest heavyweight of all time. Uh, we think Fedor is the greatest heavyweight of all time. Who do you think wins out of the, out, out of those? Yeah, three? Don Fry. <laughs> Goddamn right. right. Goddamn right. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Uh, aside from Don Fry, uh, Don Fry should be fuck it. It should be Don Fry. You think Fedor? Don. You think Fedor? Fedor DC or uh, Stipe wins. I don't know. It's obviously Fedor. I mean, Fedor uh, was around when the competition was tough, you know? Right. And he fought every well, we fought every four months, right? Is it is it every three or every four months? I can't remember. Yeah. You know? So, hell, we beat the hell off our bodies back there for pride, you know? Plus, the competition was so thick, you know? There's, there's, there's no comparison. You know, I think Stipe... And Cormier, they're, they're each other's only competition. Well, you right. got well, you got Ngannou. No, Ngannou was definitely in the conversation. Really? They're not close to um, Fredo. Really? What, what? Right. Yes, no, no, no. Ngannou, come on. How did he do against um, Steve Stipe the last time? Yeah, but that was before, that was he, that was before he knew how to defend a takedown. Okay, well then, uh, then he's not the then he's not the greatest. You don't come into the fucking show if you you're not ready to fucking go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but you fought a lot of guys, but some of, the, but some of the guys that you fought weren't ready to go. That that fucking right, but what? But some were, some were. Yeah, yeah. You know, nah, most were. Adam, I don't understand. Yeah, I'm sorry. In the UFC. 
the UFC, I'm sorry, in the UFC when I was doing it, nobody knew, still were just getting their feet wet, you know? I mean, uh, you know, in the first, the first seven, nobody had a clue what the hell was going on, you know? Yeah. And then when I came in, things started, started going around, different color, you know? Everybody started getting their clues of what's happening. Right, 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 well, right. Don't right. you think Fedor was in a, I mean, Fedor, like his opponents were tougher than the ones that Steve Bay's belt with, and they were tougher than the ones By that far. Steve yeah. I'm asking. That's, no, I, that's I what I said. Yeah. That's what I said earlier. Yeah. I mean, there's by, no, by, not even close. I mean, no stress in the Those guys, those guys, Steve and um, Cormier, they're their only competition. There's nobody else out there for them. Yeah. No, I agree. You know? I think, I think also, yeah. you look at like also Fedor beat a bunch of guys also that were, seemed like they were juiced to the gills. I mean, they were, I mean, you know, it was like the best. Oh, fuck. I mean, look, look against Randleman. Randleman was the best goddamn athlete to step into the cage, you know, and then into the ring. He still is. He's still the best athlete, you know, this physical specimen. And um, and uh, he, he, he dropped Fedor on his head, but Fedor just rolled right, right out of it, you know. And then Fedor beat Krokop. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're with you. We're with Does you. Dana bro. White. So you do think Dana White doesn't even acknowledge that? Does he not acknowledge that? No, I don't. I, he no, doesn't. Dana does not acknowledge anything. Dana does not acknowledge anything before he invented the UFC. <laughs> right. I mean, I've never heard him acknowledge it. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, why not? Why not give props to the people that actually made the fucking sport? build him to the level it is because no, it he didn't does. exist he, until Dana. No, he, he, I mean, Dana acknowledges guys like Sakuraba. I mean, Dana, Dana put you into the UFC Hall of Fame or did they really? do it? Really? Really? How many fucking years has the Hall of Fame been around? I don't know. I don't know. I think, no, Dana White, Dana White definitely. All I know is, Don, your speech was amazing. The uh, you you I think during your Hall of Fame speech you talked about wanting to bang Misha Tate thirty seven times in your speech. It will still go down as <laughs> no, the greatest. Did uh, I? Yeah, I, it was still go down as the greatest Hall of Fame speech ever. Uh, and what's yeah. wrong with that? <laughs> Wait, that was that wasn't my Hall of Fame. That I was that was when I was inducting Sakuraba. Okay, oh, it wasn't my Hall of Fame speech. Oh, oh I thought that was your Hall of but, Fame. Speech. You know. That was all tongue in cheek, and yeah. you can understand. Yeah, you, you know, yeah, yeah, you were trying to get your tongue I, up her cheek. You know, you wanted your tongue up her cheek as well. No. Come on, no, it was great. It was uh, awesome. no. Yeah, all right. So, all right, I got, I got you guys. All right, we, we, go, got go. Jesse, we got JT Money Taylor here. this thing out. Another really tough guy, Jesse Taylor, joining Don Fry, Wing Dog, Shanghai. Jesse, how's it going, man? Oh, awesome, man. It's an honor to be on with Don Fry, a legend. And uh, just enjoying uh, San Diego right now, pretty hot, and taking care of these two kids. And hey, what the, what the hell? What the hell are those two things on the side of your head, boy? <laughs> <laughs> look, look who's talking. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, ear bottle. <laughs> 
Now, uh, a couple, couple doorknobs. A couple doorknobs <laughs> fell off the heel. <laughs> they are. You got two doorknobs. They're, they're like yours. Right now, Jesse, um, are you still training during COVID? Are you, are, you, are you still getting workouts in or what? Yeah, yeah. Still, uh, I got the submission uh, underground grappling match on uh, the 30th of uh, August. Chael's, Chael's uh, league, you know? And, right. Uh, oh, yeah, good shit. So, but I'm, I'm grappling, you know. I'm, I got I to gotta get paid, you know, so I'm, I'm training. You've had the craziest career in MMA. You fought for Strikeforce, Dream, MFC, AFC, Impact FC, Shark Fights, Cage Warriors, ACB, and the UFC. Like, holy yeah. cow. I, it's fun. the only one I'm missing. I think I got to do, uh, especially now with the ACB, I think I got to do uh, Bellator. You yeah. know, to do it all. Just to wrap it all. You said, let's do it all. Just do it all. Yep. Yeah. And, and you're also a guy that, like, I mean, we, we obviously know your story about the ultimate fighter. You know, you, you were in the finals, and then you kicked out the window. You kind of fucked up. You, 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 then you came and you beat guys. You beat great guys. You beat guys like Drew Fickett, Chris Camozzi, Tom Watson, James, I mean, uh, Dennis Kang, Kendall Grove, Bustamante you beat. That's um, serious shit right there. That's serious shit. You know that. That's then ripping. you got back Thank into you. the UFC. You won the ultimate fighter. And you got popped for an estrogen blocker? What, 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 do you even know what you took? I have no idea. It was to this day, it was stuff called clomiphene, and they had, uh, they have the equipment to test for it. So it's weird because nowadays all the guys just get off with it because it, it says what's in your system and how much, and it had low amounts of uh, clomiphene. The weird thing is I passed the drug test two weeks prior. And there's, uh, I guess they had uh, low amounts of stuff, chromophilia and the estrogen. And uh, the weird thing was, I sat out a whole year, you know, and I came back and they wanted me to go fight in Russia, you know, uh, on like a week notice after a year break. And I'm like, I still thought like, you know, you know, I, I bit the bullet. I have no idea what I tested positive for or whatever. I'll sit out a year, come back. And I said no to the Russia fight. Because, uh, you know, I've done that my whole career. Like, done fast notice fights, you know, my whole Short notice fights when you give short notice? Yeah. Short notice stuff. So I said, no, some kill. I'm like, you know, get, you know, I, I won the Ultimate Fighter. Let me uh, at least prepare like a month, you know. And three weeks later, they gave me my walking papers, you know. So, oh, uh, but yeah, it's, it was weird, man. The whole thing was weird. And uh, uh, to this day, I don't really know what it was or. I never, like, you know, exam. I didn't think it was too big. I was kind of naive. I didn't think it was as big an issue. So you, as, never, uh, you, so you never took a steroid in your life? No steroids, no. Fuck, that's such bullshit. I, I can't. Bullshit. I, 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 I've taken, uh, you know, supplements, like stuff at GNC and stuff, but never, never steroids, you know, so never full-on steroids. Not yet. You know what? The whole world of athletes, every athlete on the planet needs to tell you something to shove it up their fucking ass. You know? Yeah, those, exactly. Those assholes have too much power. I agree. <laughs> and, then, and then they have some guys, they don't, uh, you know, they pop for full steroids and they don't really do anything about. So, yeah, it's definitely so you pop, corrupt, you know, like any legal, it's definitely corrupt. So you pop for the same thing that John Jones popped for and Brock Lesnar. And those guys were fine, but they kicked you out for a year. Yeah. 
the weird the weird thing is too like i i passed all the tests a couple weeks prior so to me it kind of is like well that's weird and they have the they, they show how much is in your system and it was like ridiculous there's like nothing in there you know it's like moderate high low or you know and it was really low so it's like why would it be in there you know this made no sense so Fuck, man. Dude, I'm, I'm so sorry, Jesse, because I know, I mean, you're, you've always been a great guy. I mean, you've made some questionable decisions uh, in the moment, but you've, you've always been a, a great, great guy, and you're a solid dude, and for you to have to go through that, man, that sucks. I'm sorry. And also, man, you, you, Thank beat, you. you beat some top-tier motherfuckers, man. You haven't, it's not like you beat some bums. You beat some serious cats, serious people. Like, you know what I'm saying? So they should take that. That should be taken to account too. Even, even the guys you lost to, you lost to like a prime Hector Lombard or a prime Luke Rockhold. I mean, yeah. you, you fought guys that were like way bigger than you. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, I, you know, it's, you know, I, it's just redemption for, you know, I think one more time. <laughs> I, I do, man. I, I'm not I think one more time, uh, the stars will align. I'll be back. And I'll say, hey, fuck you, Dana White. I'll leave on, you know, I'll, I'll shake his hand and, and leave. But uh, I want to go back one more time, you know. Oh, it's okay. not really Dana. I shouldn't say Dana, but it, it is USADA. I agree with uh, Don, you know. It's, uh, USADA is they're, – they're, they're playing games, you know. They're playing games. Now, uh, your last fight in Russia, you came in for, in for a double leg. You got kneed in the head. Yeah. Uh, I mean, were you just seeing stars the whole – after that? You know – yeah, that's why it didn't – I think it was over after that. You know, I think I lost submission. But I don't even remember getting uh, submitted, you know. And, uh, uh, like, you know, that guy was good. I think I was out for a little bit. So, in a way, it's kind of good. And he he timed my shot perfectly, you know. And uh, uh, Well, I mean, you won but, six out of seven fights. Your last seven, seven fights, you won six of them. I mean, you're – Yeah, and, 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 you know, those Russians, too, it's hard. Either, they flip – you know, there's no excuses, but it's hard to fight over there. You know, it was, it was a crazy, uh, crazy part, but it, it was, uh, it was fun. I want to come back though. I have a couple, I like two more fights on that contract. So we're kind of waiting to see what happens, but, uh, yeah, it's a good show. They got some good fighters over there. Don, any advice for the, uh, this 39 year old Jesse Taylor? 37. 37. Yeah. <laughs> Don't bad two years. Don, any advice for this, uh, this young buck? <laughs> it counts now. <laughs> Get a prenup. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm having my uh, third. That's great advice. I'm having my third child in uh, September. Oh, okay. So, yeah, my first girl. I have oh, two yeah. boys. First girl. Nice, nice. All right. Delicious. Thank you. She's young, girl. though. Yeah, get a prenup. Yeah, that's a great advice. Are you married? No, no, not yet, no. I'm, what are you, what are you waiting for? Well, I, I, this is my second. This will be my second wife. You know, my first wife. So, you know, I've been married before. <laughs> right, I don't know right. if I want to. You know, You've I probably will end up marrying her, but yeah, yeah, I'm just little little hesitant. Got it, got it, got it. Uh, <laughs> Don, how's it? How's uh, the girlfriend going with you? Don, uh, you know, she she gets pissed at me every every other minute. You know, but so. <laughs> Oh, nice! That's a nice. Yeah. That's a nice yeah. cigar. I just saw your. That's nice right there. Why would she get pissed at you, Don? A nice one. Don, why is she pissed at you? I don't know. 
I can't remember. You know, maybe you know, maybe if I listened to her, <laughs> I would I would remember. I don't remember at all. Don, did you watch the fights last week? Don, did you watch the fights last week? Darren, did you watch the Whitaker versus Till fight? The whole event? No, what happened? Uh, well, okay, well, Robert Whitaker won, but it was close. Did you watch Jesse? I did actually. I watched the. Um, yeah, I did. I watched. I watched that fight. I did. I was watching it here and there. You know, I was doing some things, but I was watching. I watched most of it. It was pretty close. I thought that they could have given it to Till, to be honest. Um, it was close. Uh, it was. Oh, wait, 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 wait a second. You think they could have given it to Till because you picked Till and I picked Whitaker? That's no, I picked. No, I picked Whitaker. I won. No bullshit. I picked Whitaker. <laughs> Uh, I think that yeah. Till, I think Till yeah, did more. Da- I think in the rounds that Till won, he did more damage, right? But he, but he, but he, but he, did, he got took down at the, in the last round. He got. But he only down. won possibly two rounds. You know, that's that's the hard part sometimes. Right. Scoring, like the one guy barely edges out a round, they give him the round. The other guy does more damage, but it's not enough to give him a ten-eight round. So I think it was one of those fights. You know, it was hard to actually score. You, what are you talking about? Robert Whitaker took him down, and you got to count that in. He took him yeah, down. but he didn't do any damage. He, he, he yeah. didn't do any damage. The guy got right back up. He got and right he back up. But they Till, do Till, Till looked worse yeah, after the fight. His face looked worse. Too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, um, give too much, uh, give too much, they give too much importance to a takedown. It's not a fucking takedown tournament. It's a fight. Yeah. You know, once you take I, him down, you got to be able to do something after that. And it's no potential, um, potential submissions. What the hell's a potential submission, you know, or a near submission? What the hell is that? Yeah. But, but they do count that. I don't, I don't, I think if, if you get them down, you're supposed to do some damage, but they yeah, do gotta, count that. Yeah. You got to finish the fight or uh, damage them, yeah. All right. So, uh, Don Fry and Chang and Jesse had to leave for a second. But, Ween, I got some good news. What's that? Want to hear about it? Yeah. Do you want to hear about it, man? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, listen up. The final 22 teams have made their way down to Orlando and are ready to get back on the court. Yeah, and start playing some basketball. And while the ending to this year's basketball season might be different, obviously, because of COVID and all this other stuff, guess what? Okay, there's going to be no shortage of excitement. And there's no better place to get it in all the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. And to celebrate the return of basketball, DraftKings will, not ha- will have not one, but two $1 million prizes. How cool is that? Through their That's first awesome. two days of the resume season. So get in the action now, people, all right? If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy basketball, very easy to play. You just pick eight players, stay underneath the salary cap, pile up points for three-pointers, rebounds, assists, and more. And there's no better way to put your basketball knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at one million dollars i could use a million bucks i mean yeah, yeah. Me too i could use a thousand dollars a million dollars forget <laughs> about it all right but if basketball is not for you and i know some people are like i don't like basketball don't worry okay DraftKings is offering plenty of fantasy golf action for this week's tournament and with millions of dollars up for grabs this week no better place to have skin in the game than with DraftKings. all right so here's the call to action download the DraftKings app now and use promo code roasted to get a free shot at millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit. That's promo code ROASTED to get a free shot at millions of dollars with your first deposit, only at DraftKings. There's a minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions will apply. See DraftKings.com for details. All right, so Don, 
All right, Jesse, Shang, come on back. Now, um, now, now, Jesse, when you first walked into Team Quest, right, and you saw Randy Couture, Kokuju, Mayhem Miller, how did you do against those guys? Uh, well, I was, and it was great. In fact, when I first walked in, I was just a wrestler, you know, and uh, it was actually uh, Dan Henderson uh, at the high school, at the gym. You know, they closed the, the gym in the restroom. I didn't know this. I just put on gloves, and Dan's like, all right, uh, we just fought, you know, back then. Just fought each other. And it was rough, you know. It was rough, you know. I learned – it was tough, you know, but I learned the uh, – it got – it was good for me. But uh, I, I think, too, you know, it's hard to do that when you get older, you know. You've got to train a little smarter. But uh, Wait, and, uh, you, walk into a, you walk into a high school, put on boxing gloves, and start fighting Dan Henderson? Eight, eight at night. Everyone had regular jobs back then. And so we'd all meet up, like, they're all, like, wrestling coaches, coaches and stuff. And we'd meet up, like, at eight at night. Like, it was a real old school, like, fight club. I, I was thankful I saw, like, the, the end of the years of that, you know. Did you even know how to punch or how to box? I, I knew, like, stuff from the street, you know, and playing around with friends. But uh, watching UFC, watching Don Fry. But I didn't really know. I didn't know much. You know? I just went in there and. You just went out, I guess. Yeah, and, and people were getting knocked out. It was scary, man. Like Dan was knocking people out. Like looking over in the high school, and go, oh, sorry. It was. I would go in there and punch and double leg, you know. But you learned how to fight. Uh, what about you, Don? What was it like for you in, in, in the uh, back in the nineteen twenties? Like, did you walk into? Uh, uh, in uh, uh, what kind of shit is that to say? Nineteen twenties. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> like back when you were sparring, back when you were sparring Lincoln, uh, was it, like was it hard? Oh, yeah, Joe Lewis, you know the, the great heavyweight champion Joe Lewis. We had Archie Moore, you know, great light heavyweight champion. Of course, you know, of course. Uh, <laughs> I mean, was it weird for you though, Don? Yeah. Like going from a, a wrestling background to start throwing punches? No. Dummy, I, I told you I did eight pro fights. They only had me down as two, but right, right. And under Don Fry. But if you look, if you look under Jr. Fry, you'll find six more fights. And so I, I, I fought two fights, and then I changed uh, management, and I had to go underneath a different name. Do you think oh, Cole you the, and I had eight. Yeah. Do you think Mark well, Coleman was the best guy you ever fought, Fry? Oh, great fight. I just watched that fight. Was, was Coleman the best guy you ever fought, Mark Coleman? He was the strongest and toughest, that's for sure. Well, no, he wasn't the toughest. Um, uh, uh, Takayama was the toughest. Um, but, but, yeah, Coleman, Coleman was just an animal, just a freaking animal. Like, do you think I, think, I think I want to show my, my son, I think, Don, I want to show my son that fight right now. The Takayama fight. Nick, what? I, want, I want to show him that fight. My 11-year-old. He doesn't understand. I want to show him that fight. Great. Thank you. But Great do you think fight. if, like, they still allowed headbutts, Coleman would still be champ right now? Nick, put that fight up. <laughs> he would absolutely be the headbutt champion. I mean, when, back when they had headbutts and ground and pound, Crazy. I don't think anyone was going to beat Mark Coleman in the UFC. Um, so Dan Severn did headbutts. I I did headbutts in UFC nine, you know. But apparently nobody saw UFC nine. 
<laughs> Coleman come along and he copied everything Dan and I were doing. And, uh, you know, he made it famous. God bless him. He made it famous. Uh, the, first, the, yeah. the, the, the first thing I ever saw MMA was uh, the Smashing Machine, the documentary on MTV. Oh, on yeah. And I was like blown away by the brutality and just how amazingly awesome but scary that fucking sport was. I mean, well, holy well, cow. Pride was, Pride was a whole different ballgame, though. Wouldn't you yeah. say that? Yeah. Yeah. Pride, I, if you look at UFC now and you look at Pride, I mean, I think the guys back then, and I'm not saying it because I'm older. I'm just saying there were some tough motherfuckers, and I don't think it's the same right now. I don't really don't, I don't think it's the same. No. no it's not. Yeah. And like I said, you know, the, the same guys, we were fighting every three or four months, and plus in Pride, it wasn't a show or a fight. It was an event. It was like a fucking Super Bowl every fucking four months, you know? It was it was an event. I mean, people, they'd come in there dressed, you know, in, in formal wear, you know, in, in, you know, night gown, evening gowns and, um, you know, and business suits. And it was it was a hell of, a, hell of an event, man. Right. It seems, it seems bigger. It seems bigger than the UFC. So we were talking about uh, Gagey. Yeah, people. We're, we're talking about Gagey. People plan their month around. Wow. Oh yeah, it was a spectacle. Who do you think's gonna win, by the way, Gagey or uh, Khabib? Jesse, then Fry. Um, shit. Ah, uh, I just, you know, I'm I'm pulling for uh, I'm pulling for Gagey, but I don't know. Uh, Khabib's wrestling, I think, might take over. Well, I'm pulling for Gagey. I think Khabib, though, might eke out the win just with his wrestling level. Don? I think, uh, what's that wrestler's name again? Khabib versus Gagey. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Russian, though. He's against America. I don't know. Yeah, I'm Russian. <laughs> Damn commies. He's, he's the holy terror. <laughs> that guy, yeah, that guy, nobody's gonna beat. Be like, be like uh, John Jones, he'll beat himself. No. Uh, Shang Fry. Nobody's gonna beat him. Uh, Shang Fry. Who, who do you think is gonna oh, win? Well, let me tell you, I think I'll win. Um, no, I think that honestly, I think Gaethje's gonna win if they stand on the feet and he gets a couple good shots off on. It could be, it could be a wrap before he can get into his wrestling mode because he can't. I'm telling you, Gaethje's a hard knock motherfucker, man, and he hits. He hits harder. I think he hits harder than Connor's left is bananas. But I'm just telling you, I think that he, it's it's his time. And I'm I think it, and Wayne said the same shit as I did. I'm I'm Team Gaethje. I want Gaethje to win. Well, we got a guy yeah. who's a legend in MMA, one of the funniest people ever. Uh, Sean McCorkle is with us. Uh, McCorkle, how's your oh, go nice. McCorkle started a GoFundMe for his mask recently, where he's trying to raise fifty thousand dollars for him to wear a mask. Uh, how's your GoFundMe going so far? Well, we're stuck on uh, 25, 15 of it for my girlfriend, um, <laughs> just because she wants me to wear a mask to be humiliated. But um, yeah, we're still stuck on 25, so I guess no one cares about other people's lives. You know, it's weird. It seems like they don't care about other people's lives. It's not he, wants you to, he wants you to wear a mask. She wants you to wear a mask to see either dinner or not. <laughs> Uh, what about wearing a Don Fry mustache mask? Yeah, like honestly, don't you think that would be a bestseller? That's a good that would uh, be a coronavirus wears a mask to be around Don's mustache. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have a chance. 
I was so, a little disappointed you guys were talking about somebody being the headbutt champ. Have you seen the size of my head lately? If I was still in the UFC <laughs> and headbutts were legal, I would be knocking out the ref and the guy I'm fighting and his corner. And if it was Mike Perry, his pregnant girlfriend, like everybody would get knocked out with my UFC, they'd have barn door. They'd have to make that gate, that gate into a barn door. <laughs> <laughs> It'd have to be two gates. It would fit. Two gates. The first time I ever met Don Fry, I asked him what he was drinking that day, and he said gravel. And uh, he was chasing it with shards of glass. So um, that explains the voice. Now, now Sean, um, so Sean's also one of the funniest people I know. Uh, He did comedy once, but he brought a girl that he had anal sex with and talked about anal sex with her the whole time. And then she got upset, right? Well, no, this is actually, it was misconstrued a little bit. What happened was I had a whole comedy routine set up. You talked me into doing it, so they're not supposed to know I fought in the UFC before. And most people have seen me fight wouldn't think I fought in the UFC very much. But um, <laughs> so they didn't last long. But so I, uh, I come up there, and the guy introduces me as a UFC fighter as I come up, and I was supposed to be a veterinarian. I had some lame thing about how I was a vet and all this. And I, I don't know, something about how I wanted to. I think, uh, what's his name, uh, Anthony Jeselnik stole my joke later. Because this was years ago, I said that I wanted to be a vet until I found out there's a lot more involved than just putting down cats all day. Right. You know, like I had like a joke like that or something. So um, he says I'm a UFC fighter. So I get up there and it throws my whole routine off because my first three jokes won't work now, which means the fourth and fifth won't work because they're all supposed to flow together. So I happen to be sitting out there and I see this girl who's a ring card girl just happens to be there that night. Like she's in the crowd, you know. And uh, I was like, well, <laughs> this guy just ruined my whole comedy routine. That's so awkward. if you guys want, I can tell you a few jokes I got left or I can tell you about the first time I slept with that girl right there like in the crowd you know <laughs> and uh it was a real insane like I ended up punching her in the face and all kind of stuff like it was an insane story but uh yeah she was not a fan of it but uh about half of the room walked when I was doing it they all started getting up and walking out and uh, half of them loved it but yeah the uh the guy it's a buddy of yours I think or used to be a buddy uh that owned the comedy club uh yeah. sent me an email later and I thought he was like gonna tell me good job he said hey just wanna let you know I had to give back half the people their money because they didn't know they were doing an X-rated show that night and I was like I heard it. they were upset too because I made a joke about I said uh, my grandma gives the worst Christmas presents you know I said that last year she got me uh Jenga the Twin Towers edition uh like that's how I started it and like that that didn't go very well so um it, uh, yeah, so you, so you followed it up with anal sex with the girl in the audience <laughs> right, something along those lines yeah it was it was ugly but she didn't like it. <laughs> half the crowd loved it but I don't know. did you talk to that girl did you talk to the girl after did you talk to the girl? Yeah, I went, I went up to her afterward and I said, so what'd you think? Like when I saw her, whatever, she just didn't say anything, just sat there and stared at me because I actually said her name out loud and then said the, like, told the crowd, like, what her Facebook page was under during the thing and everything. And it was, uh, yeah, it got ridiculous, man. Hey, I did watch some of Shane's stand-up comedy the other day. I was cracking up, man. Um, after we got on here, I looked, uh, looked him up and um, I was watching some of Shane's stuff and it really did amaze me. I take every advantage or every chance I get to shit on uh, Brendan Schaub. But the fact that a guy is funny <laughs> Shane doesn't have a comedy special, but Shab's on Showtime blows my mind. There's no uh, joke following that. Shab just sucks. But you don't uh, like Shab. <laughs> you just said he said Shab just sucks. Yeah, he does too. I right, seriously so, watching your comedy. I'm like a dude that funny doesn't have a Showtime special, but Brendan Shab does. Like, are you kidding? But Shab Shab came off of the, out of the UFC and he used that following. That's why. Yeah, but he's not funny though. He, oh, yeah. 
Jesse, are you serious? You just said flat out. He's just not funny. Wow. Yeah. I wish I had a friend that loved me enough to give me a career like that. Like, 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 like Joe Rogan loves Brendan Schaub so much. He was willing to give him a, if, if Rogan owned car dealerships, Schaub would be like selling cars right now. Like it was whatever, like, dude, you have to stop fighting. Whatever we have to do to get you to quit fighting. Like I'll give you a comedy career, anything, like anything you want. Like just please stop fighting. And Well, speaking of comedy, um, so we got the McCorkle Minute coming up. One of the funniest comics <laughs> I know. Give it up for Sean McCorkle. Let him know. Yes. I actually was going, I had a couple of jokes I was going to tell, um, but you guys threw me off track now. Um, but <laughs> instead, of a, instead of a McCorkle Minute, I'd like to tell you guys about the first time I hung out with R. Kelly. Um, okay, sure. It's a true story. So one night, um, there's this girl I know, she's a rap music video girl. I met her at UFC, and she was always trying to date me because I was so charming and stuff. Um, but she um, she hits me up one night, I'm in Chicago, and she saw I post something online. She goes, you really in Chicago right now? I was like, yeah. She goes, uh, you wanna go to R. Kelly's party with me? And I was like, uh, not really, because he's a pedophile, right? Like it's my understanding <laughs> or whatever. This is before the surviving R. Kelly thing came out, but still there were rumors, you know? Right. And uh, she's like, you don't wanna go like hang out? And I was like, not, I mean, not really. So she ends up talking me into it, we get there. And uh, some guy comes up and there's like a bunch of girls that look, if they're not underage, they're close, you know, like they're right. like lined up to go in. They have a secret elevator to studio that you go up through it. And uh, he thinks he's like a secret agent. Like R. Kelly really does. Like he has like a, he has like a flip phone. And like, I saw him, oh, I'll tell that part of it. Anyway, so we get up there and uh, he's got like, he's got to sign a waiver saying you won't talk about anything that happens or that you see while you're there, which of course I did. Right. Um, but, um, he has a little Yorkie that keeps coming up. So I gave it some of my gum. It seemed hungry. So I gave it some of my gum and then ended up getting all over the dog and all over everything. And, um, at the end of the night, okay. well, I'll that in a minute too. So we sign our waivers, we go in there and R. Kelly's not there and everybody's just sitting around and, um, we're all sitting there and it's like, it's in the studio, the music's down, up playing. It's all R. Kelly music, but different videos on the screen. It's really weird. Like different, like it's like. I don't know, like Tupac on the screen, but R. Kelly music playing. Right. And so we're sitting there. All of a sudden, the lights come up. It's like the club closed. The light comes up. The music stops. Everything gets silent. And there's like people doing cocaine all over the place and everywhere. And we're all just sitting there like it gets awkward because it was dark. And then now it's like, you know, everybody's looking at each other. And so this is after R. Kelly, by the way, he just walked in. He's dressed like Zorro, like a full Zorro outfit <laughs> with no explanation why he's dressed like Zorro, a mask, hat, everything. So... Um, we're sitting there and this girl starts singing acapella. I believe I can fly. Like she's trying to get a record deal, you know, Yeah. when the music, the music goes off, it just gets dead silent. Everybody's got Coke all over their face. Not me, <laughs> everybody else. So we're looking around and uh, she starts singing, I believe I can fly. And it makes it really awkward because she can't sing at all. Right. Right. So we're all sitting there like, man, this is uh, this is weird. And so she goes, she does the first verse and everybody's like, Oh, they clap. Okay. She starts the second verse and starts going in. And we're all like, no, please stop. Like it's getting embarrassing. <laughs> So she's still singing, I believe I can fly. All of a sudden, the R. Kelly music hits again. The lights go off. Everything's back to normal to the debauchery that was going on before, apparently. So it goes back to normal. They called me over and said, hey, you want to meet Kells? That's what they call him. You want to meet Kells? I'm like, sure. So I come walking over, and some guy jumps up. He's like, wait, let me ask Kells if it's okay. And I was like, dude, just never mind. I'll just go home. I'm not, you know, yeah. like I'm not approaching the king, you know. It's not Elvis, no. Um, so. Um, uh, so they go and ask Kells if it's okay. They, I come over and I talk to him. And he said, they said he was a fighter. I said, ah, something like that. He goes, as long as you don't hit me. And I was like, no, we're good, man. I said, I only beat up people um, for money or if they show me the least amount of disrespect at all. Uh, which, you know, he kind of looked at me like it was weird. And he's, he's, he's looking at me like I'm weird. He's dressed like Zora. So anyway, <laughs> I told him, I said, man, I've been a fan forever. I remember my, uh, my 11th grade year, man, your song Dedicated came out. It was your first hit. He was like, man, you ain't that old. Like, you know, talking to me. And I said, no, really. And he asked me how old I was. I was like 37 at the time. 
he said, how you stay looking so young? I said, uh, human growth hormone mostly. And uh, he's like, ha, I like, you know, loved it. However, R. Kelly would laugh. And uh, he goes, no, seriously. I said, no, really, mostly human growth hormone. It's an amazing thing. And I said, the question is, how do you stay looking so young? Because I said, you got to be 50 now. Like, how do you stay looking so young? And as God is my witness, imagine R. Kelly dressed like Zorro, which shouldn't be too hard. But um, he sits there. I said, how do you stay looking so young? Man, you got to be 50, you know? And he goes, he turns to the side and looks like this. He's like, I just stay on stage, nigga. Like that or whatever. And he turned and looked in the distance like that. And I turned and looked with him. I'm trying to figure out what we're looking at. I have no idea <laughs> what that means. But I'm like looking in the distance like, okay, like that. And so then we start talking. And then um, you hear the girl starts singing, our, the, I believe I can fly again in the distance. Like the girl starts again, like the third version or whatever, like trying to get it going. And uh, like, and R. Kelly's like, man, this is embarrassing, ain't it, dog? Like sitting there. And I was like, I'm looking like, he's dressed like Zorro again. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, it's yeah. embarrassing for her. But still, he's dressed like Zorro drinking a 40. Like it was out of control. I go over to get a drink. They charge me $10 for a drink at an art teller party. It's just like, God, it's not a bartender because that'd be $10. I was like, oh, okay. I, like, I just want like a bottle of water. That's close. It's $10. So I have to give them $10. And we got a tip on top of it at the art Kelly party. Um, so we end up going to leave. Um, what was I going to tell you? Gonna happen? I don't know. Anyway, it was real ridiculous. What did I say earlier? I was going to tell you. Like, no, but you had his number. But you had his number for like seven years. Oh, yeah. So that's what it was. Yeah. So I get his number, and uh, so he gets me his number. He's like, hey, we need to hang out. He goes, you come to one of my mansion parties. You know what I'm saying? Or something like that. And uh, so I was, like, I was like, yeah, that's cool, man. And uh, so anytime I would get tips or hang out and do anything, I would start texting R. Kelly. When I would text him as Tron 2013, like that's I would sign every text, like Tron 2013. And like send it, you know? <laughs> and it was the funniest thing ever. Did I tell the story last podcast or not? I didn't tell I don't you know. Tell it again. It's the weirdest okay. old story. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I, started, so I would hit R. Kelly up as Tron, and I would be like, hey, I got this girl. She's trying to meet you, homie. What's up? You want to talk to her or not? And he'd be like, yeah, send me a picture. So I would Google search girls R. Kelly would think was hot. And then it would say search results for girls R. Kelly would think was hot. And it would be like eight different girls or whatever. Then I would screenshot that, and I would send it to him and say, hey, look, she's the third girl down on the right. So he's so dumb that he doesn't realize that um, – I'm sending him a picture and I'm a guy like saying, who would R. Kelly think is hot? And send a picture of him now. He doesn't realize. So he's like, yeah, give her the number, dog. It's cool, man. And um, oh, he's such so a great... I would just give his number out to random people who would text him nonstop. And every now and then I would hit him up and be like, hey, is this still Kells? And uh, he'd be like, question mark is this. That's how you always do it as Kells because it was like, question mark is this. Yeah. And uh, so I would text him. So anyway, he gives me his number. And the girl I'm with, we're getting ready to leave. And he pulls out a flip phone. Originally, when he put my number, he had an old flip phone, like Nextel, like 25 right. years old. The phone, he pulls it out. And he tells her, he goes, hey, girl, come here. Like, and she comes over, he goes, I'm going to call you three days, 3 p.m., answer. Like that to the girl, you know, or whatever. He says, important. Like that. And she goes, all right. And he puts his flip phone down, like looks at her. And uh, she ended up telling me later, he thinks he's like a spy or a secret agent. Like, he calls her all the time. Like, oh, my like, that's God. The guy's following me. I'm going to have to hit you up in about an hour. Maybe you pick me up. It's Kells. Like, I don't hang up. Like, she was playing me voicemails. It's the funniest thing ever. So, I don't know what that has to do with MMA, but I like that. <laughs> I was like, you didn't say nothing about him peeing on nobody? No, no man. That's what, yeah, it was um, at some point, somebody said, uh, somebody said something like it'd be better. Somebody said they're pissed off. And I was like, well, it's better to be pissed off than pissed on. Like yeah. I said, from my wife was there, you know, but he didn't catch it. As he, he didn't catch a lot that night. He was uh, smoking a big now, cigar, had a 40. Now, and, now, uh, now, now, Sean, I know that you're uh, an expert when it comes to banned substances, right? Uh, yes. Jesse got, what you got popped for? Clomiphene. What is Clomiphene? that? Clomiphene? Yeah. Clomiphene. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's a, that's a uh, they give to women to help them get pregnant, is my understanding. It also blocks estrogen, and it will make your uh, testicles produce uh, testosterone naturally on their own. So it's kind of like a Remedex, which is a blocker, but it also has the natural, like an, like an HCG thing that'll make your body produce it. So it's like two in one. It's a great drug if you can get it, but it's hard. <laughs> yeah. It's bullshit. What you that was a bullshit. That was, it was bullshit. I like how McCorkle's a chemist. Uh, good. It's great. No, but I'm I saying, you saw that, and that was bullshit. Come on, it's bullshit. It was bullshit. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I still thought it was, you know, uh, a small, a small thing compared to others that are uh, allowed to keep going and fighting. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I saw um, what's his name, Gilbert Melendez is in trouble, right? He's not even under contract to UFC, and apparently they drug tested him. Yeah, yeah, he he's got pop for. I he, saw that he's banned for two years for not being in the UFC. <laughs> like he wow. can't. But he was out of UFC, right? Yeah, yeah. He was already cut, and they Weird. they still tested him, and not, but now he can fight, <laughs> just not in the UFC. I was like what? the only guy to admit while in the UFC I was taking steroids and dared them to catch me and never got caught and never got never got tested, never anything. But I used to joke about it all the time. I'd be like, you guys will never catch me. I'm too smart. And um, Well, you, you almost know. got kicked out of uh, the military tour because with James Krause, right? Didn't you say he was a dick smuggler? Like, what happened? Oh, man. That, yeah, that was awesome. This is, this is the best story ever. So we go <laughs> – I've been kicked off a few military bases for making jokes because I was getting – one time I was – getting ready to go on this military base. And they said, do I have any ties to Al-Qaeda? Do I have this or that? I was like, yeah, yeah, but I keep all that off base. I don't talk to any Al-Qaeda freaks on base. <laughs> and they wouldn't let me on. Like, here I am, like, in Syria or someplace. Like, I don't know, like, some country, they won't let me in the base now. They're like, you can't come in now. And I'm like, no, I'm here with, like, the UFC tour. They're like, it doesn't matter. You can't come in now. So, like, I was just joking. So I didn't learn. I, we were getting ready to get on a submarine. They wouldn't let us take cameras. They wouldn't let us take I'm the real high security over on a nuclear submarine as they should be. So I go up, there's a guy taking his job, real serious, standing with a machine gun, and they're giving us the tour talk. And I go over to him and I said, excuse me, sir, can I uh, talk to you about a minute of security concern? And this guy's like, absolutely, what's wrong, sir? I said, uh, it was Zach Cummings. You know Zach Cummings, right? The yeah. other, these yeah. crowds, one crowd's his buddies, students. He's there on this UFC tour with us, oh, yeah. visiting the troops. And I said, hey, this guy over here, uh, Zach, I don't really trust him. He's been rumored to be part of an international cock smuggling ring. <laughs> and uh, I said, like, if you, if you, like, kicked him in the ass right now, four or five cocks would fall out, I guarantee you. And, uh, like, he's trying to get, he's trying to smuggle them on to the uh, summary. And the guy doesn't know that I'm joking. Like, all he heard was smuggling. And so he's like, okay, sir, stand here. Hold on. Sir, he goes, like, calls an officer. I was like, no, no, dude, I'm just joking. Like, he's just a joke. And they come over, and they wanted to know. They, like, went off and, like, wanted to know what I was talking about, what he tried smuggling. I said it was a joke about dick smuggling. Like, it was, like, so they didn't like it. And then I got, I almost got thrown off the whole tour. I got in big trouble on the tour because apparently someone on the island of Diego Garcia, which is ran by the British yeah. government, um, I'm there. Someone had uh, hung themselves and killed themselves um, there, and they thought it was a suicide at first, but then they found an orange that he had been into, like he'd been biting into an orange, and they realized he was masturbating or something because apparently if you're hanging yourself, biting into an orange, as you get off, it's the most amazing thing in the world I've heard. You know? But um, that's how they knew it, was, it wasn't an intentional suicide. There's an orange line next to him. So if you don't want to kill somebody, just hang them and throw an orange line to him, and it's, you know, you're good to go. Right. But, so later on, there's this colonel that comes out, and he's like, I mean, this dude is as, as masculine as Don Fry, like the most manly guy ever. Right. And he's like, which one of you guys going to choke me out? Like, he goes, I want one of you guys to choke me out. I don't think you can do it. And I was like, I don't want any part of it, man, because I was like, I'm not trying to hurt some somebody, some old man, you know? Not for free, but um, – 
So I don't want to. I don't want to hurt him. I was like, James Cross, let James do it. He's a you know expert jujitsu. And uh, right. James, like, how far do you want to go out? You want to go all the way out? You want to go barely out? And uh, so keep in mind, someone just killed themselves accidentally two days before. So James gets to put him in this thing, and we're in the mess hall at the time. And I happen to see a cart of fruit next to me as he's getting ready to choke him. So I reach out and grab an orange. I said, here, use this. It's much better. And it's like threw an orange to him over there or whatever. And so it's dead silent for like five seconds, you know? And then everybody starts dying laughing, all the soldiers. But then I saw the girl that took us on the tour. I felt a laser beam coming from my right looking at me. Like a laser beam of hatred from the girl that organized the tour. And so I finally look over at her and she's just like looking at me like, how could you possibly do that? But everybody oh, laughed. And then uh, she called me to a room later on that night and told me that uh, I would be uh, – Anything else, I would be thrown off the tour. And then I got into it with the, the dog guy. So that's a whole other story. Too. Like it was a Listen, I made a joke uh, about the dog, and they just they lost it. So I was just trying to make people laugh. It got, keep getting taken the wrong way. Well, Sean, you're the best, man. Uh, we'll see you next you week. Fire. <laughs> in a movie theater. Well, Sean, we'll see you next week at Marvel Chronicle Minute. You're the best, brother. All right, man. I hope you guys talk about Trump some more. I want to know who on this panel supports Black Lives Matter. <laughs> wow. Uh, who do you think, motherfucker? <laughs> Wait, so Shane, you know what's awesome, Shane? I thought you said you were Arab the other day. I didn't I'm say like, I was Arab. As white as me. I'm so confused. And then you said you were Arab. And then I was like, I was at Ask Oh, no. I was, I'm, I'm not so Arab. No, <laughs> I thought you said you were Arab for some reason. I was like, why is he mad at me, Arab? Like, what's, up, what's going on? No, what no, I'm not, I'm not Arab. No, I'm not Arab. And uh, I, <laughs> I'm not a, We're not black either, man. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm beige, by the way. Black. I'm beige. I'm mocha. So John, John, Shang is, John, okay. Shang is black, right? Shang, both your parents are black. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Done. Black people, they come in all different. Shades of black. Yeah, there's different kinds. <laughs> even there's black people that even support Trump. Now they're albino. Yeah, you're albino black. <laughs> yeah, there, there's definitely there's blacks that support Trump. Now they're retarded. <laughs> I don't care. That's what you did, Sean. Twenty twenty, bro. Did you get that? I just want to know where everybody stood on the black lives matter movement. What? Jesse, who's who, who's Jesse voting for? Uh, I'm gonna vote for uh, Trump. <laughs> well, I'll leave you guys with that. Let's just, no, let's just go back to fighting. No well, more politics. The Biden, the, 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 Biden, the Biden guy, the Biden guy molests kids. You know, so I gotta go for Trump. No, go back to fighting. The show will be four more hours long. I was about to go back to fighting, and what I'm was... the truth is, I'm probably not going to vote. Uh, aren't you, are, are, you to, I gotta are, are you allowed to vote? Uh, possibly not, but I got to <laughs> register. I got to register. I, I, uh, I got the registration in the mail. I haven't filled out yet. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about fighting. Yeah, we definitely not. Ween is right. No, but I, 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 I understand a lot of people that lean right or lean left. My thing is, uh, right. where do you lean pertaining to the fights that are coming up? How about that? <laughs> and I think the fights that are coming up, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say who I think is going to win. One, right. I, right. I, I, okay, I know people don't think, I still think Stipe is going to beat Cormier. And I think yeah. Khabib. You think so? I, I think Khabib is going to lose to Justin. I just think he's going to lose. I think this is the time. Hold on, hold on, let's get the first thing. The first thing. Jesse, you think Cormier beats Stipe? Yeah, on that one, I think, I think, uh, no, I think DC beats, uh, DC beats uh, Stipe. What? 
How? I do. Are you serious? I think the second one, I mean, he, he was dominant. But I think he kind of just got caught. I think he's going to set it up more. I mean, Cipe looked good. But I think he's going to use his, his, his goal wrestling will prevail. I think uh, I think DC will win that one. But, no, he wrestles. Huh? If he wrestles. If he wrestles. He's got to be smart enough to wrestle. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, but I don't think he's going to do that. I think he's going to try to stand with Stipe. Stipe's going to outbox him. Um, and he's so these, guys are, Frank, these guys are fighters, man. We're, we're arguing with fighters. Oh, but he's just fighters. said it. If, he's, if, he, if he wrestles, fuck it. If he wrestles, he can win. But I don't think he's going to do that. He might. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm going for DC. You know, but I, I, I've, I've been wrong on – people ask me all the time because I'm regularly wrong on a lot of fights. So it's a hard one to pick. But I, I think DC's going to pull it off. Wow. Now, all right. What about um? He's wrestling. All right. What about, right. What about, if he uses his wrestling. What about the fights this weekend? Do you guys know about this guy Edmund Shabazian? Uh, he's undefeated guy under Coach Edmund. Uh, he's supposed to be really good. He's fighting Derek Brunson. Um, you guys know you guys know about him or no? Or should, should we should we go to the next one? That's the main event. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I know Brunson. I, I've seen that kid fight. I don't know. Too much. Yeah, okay. What about Michael Chandler versus Ben Henderson, too? Right. Uh, in, in Bellator, August 7th. Chandler. Chandler? Yeah, I, th I think Chandler on that one. I think Chandler. Chandler. Uh, what about August 8th? Chandler. Derek Lewis. Well, I can't believe this is even a main oh, event. I like, I Derek like Lewis versus uh, Alexi Olnick, the guy who wins every fight by Ezekiel Choke, right? Yeah. <laughs> the Russian guy, yeah. Yeah. I think I think Lewis. Yeah. I think I feel like they're just trying to kind of like spring up Lewis. They're giving, this is kind did of it, did it, didn't that Russian guy lose? He's been losing, I thought. Too. Yeah, he's been losing no. a lot. They got him as a main event, which is weird. Yeah. They got yeah no, I think that that's just that I think they're basically trying to prop up Derek Lewis. One thousand percent. Yeah, Wait one thousand percent. Where they're trying to prop him up, they're like, "Yeah, hey, fuck it, let's put somebody in there winning." But Alexi Olenek is on a two-fight winning streak. He beat Maurice Green and Fabricio Verdum. Oh wow! Well, he beat Verdum. I guess yes. we're wrong on that. That was thick Verdum. Wow. he beat still, he's, gonna, he's still gonna lose. <laughs> yeah, I think Lewis still. I think he's gonna get knocked out by Derek Lewis. Uh, Derek Lewis yeah. is no joke. I think Lewis is good, man. He, he impresses you. He doesn't get tired. He's good. Yeah, he's a cardio machine. The mother Lewis. He could go. Yeah. Also on that car, Chris Weidman is fighting Omari Akhmedov from Russia, who's on a three-fight winning streak, beat Ian Heinish, beat Zach Cummings, mm -hmm. beat Tim Bosch. His last uh, fight was a, a majority draw against Marvin Vittori, who's re doing really well. This guy's won his last five out of six. Man, they're giving Weidman. They're throwing him to the wolves here. Yeah, that's a tough one for him. I mean, his chin has not really held up as of late. I, I fought those guys, you know. I'm with this, that ACA show now, you know. And uh, it's good, but there's a bunch of those Khabib guys, man. They're killers, man. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them? There's a lot there's of them. There's a guys. lot of them. They're all, that's all they do. Like, it's cool going over there because I fought in Grozny, like, that area. Wow. And you see kids. You see old dudes. Kids. They got cauliflower. And uh, it's just gnarly, you know. There's a lot of those guys. There's a lot of people you never even hear of, you know. I can't even say. The guy I fought last time, I can't say his name. I don't know his name. I, I do not know his name. Wow. So you said there's a lot of guys over there that are just at that level of, of grappling and wrestling? 
Yeah, yeah. Even even their stand up. I mean, it's just that they go hard, you know. Their uh, their stand up's good too, you know. They're, they're they're just they do MMA since kids, like you know, since you know, we have wrestling, of course. But they're doing uh, full. Oh, now we have you know they're full on like sambo and MMA as MMA shit. So wow. Also, August twenty second, they got Pedro Munoz against Frankie Edgar, main event. I hope Frankie wins. If not, maybe it's time. Yeah. You know. I want Frankie. I don't know the – I know Pedro's – I haven't seen much Pedro. Pedro's a good fighter. Uh, he's good. He's a really good fighter. Um, and then also on that card, Uriah Hall's taking on Yo Romero. That's going to be uh, – Ah, Romero. Romero? Yeah. I think Romero – Romero – yeah, I think Romero's a beast. I think Romero. And then uh, Don Fry, Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr., <laughs> September 14th. Oh, that's, that's for real. That's a real fight. Who wins this one? I go with Mike. I'm on Mike. Iron Mike, Iron Mike, buddy. Yeah, he, how, did, how did he get so ripped at 50? At one point, he looked like obese. He looked like the guy in uh, PM Dawn or something. Now, <laughs> now he's shredded at 53 years old. How does that happen? Same way he came out of prison. Same way he came out of prison at 190 pounds, and two months later he's 220 pounds. Let's do the math. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Brazil, I, Brazilian vitamins. Brazilian vitamins. <laughs> I, wow. I, yeah. You think Mike? I think Mike Tyson looked really good. At least the footage I've seen. I think Roy. He looks is, great. He looks great. I think Roy Jones is, is, is lose. And I think he's going to get knocked out. I think I Roy Jones will get knocked out. He hasn't fought in yeah. 20 years. Roy's been staying busy, though. I know, but Mike Tyson, I don't know. Mike Tyson's movements, that, that under, the way he comes under, and just I, I just think that, uh, I mean, and plus he's still a killer. Yeah. He still has that in his eyes. He still has that, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll eat your children look. He really does. Has he? Has, <laughs> doesn't he have that look like he's just like, like that, yeah. that, the kid, the kid takes good. Yeah. Idea. Has he, but but has, has he actually – has anyone seen him spar anybody, though? We've seen him hit mitts, and we've seen him shadow box. But has anyone actually ever seen him spar in the last 20 years? It's been – yeah, it's been 19 yeah. hours. Yeah. Roy Jones has been staying busy, though. That, that fight's actually happening, though. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Wow, that's great. Yeah. I don't know. I've seen Jones fight lately, though. <laughs> He does not look the same. Or uh, Jones does not look the same, man. I think Tyson's gonna. Jones fought too long. Like he, he doesn't look the same. I don't know how Tyson is either, but I mean, I don't know. Jones does not look good. I think Tyson's gonna KO. Jones looks lethargic compared, and I think that Mike Tyson, yeah. even Mike Tyson, the way he's moving now, even if right. you haven't seen him spar, if he moves that way and that fast, I think Roy Jones is gonna have a rude awakening. Right. <laughs> Yeah. He's just—he's gonna get clocked, and you're gonna just see this head bubble. I just think it's gonna happen. Don, do you still get Don? Do you still get fan mail from chicks, like some like topless girls from the '80s or stuff? <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah, of course. What are you doing, man? Your mom's <laughs> your mom's writing me constantly. Your <laughs> <laughs> motherfucking Don Fry. Now you. <laughs> Do you answer the mail? Do you, do you text back? Or do you just say, listen, I'm taking, come on. Uh, I, 
shit. I ignore it. I ignore it. You know, it's too many. Takes me, takes me too long. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jesse? Do you, do you, like, yeah, play hard. I, I'm sure after the Ultimate Fighter, you probably got like so many chicks hitting on you, right? Oh yeah, you know. I got to, it's usually girl guys. Uh, what it is, it's guys, wives, and girlfriends. Yeah. Seriously, yeah, it's the guys. The guys watch it, and the girlfriend or the wife, you know, watches it, and they're the ones. Yeah, but I mean, that's that makes. I sense. stay away. Yeah. Have any of them? Put it right back. You know, I'll just like give them like an audit, like a like I don't know, like a picture. Yeah, you know, picture back. Right, right, right. Have have any guys <laughs> asked you, hey, please sleep with my girlfriend in front of me? Right. It's weird, man. You don't think that's weird for somebody to ask you that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's definitely weird. It's really weird. But back, I mean, I'm sure back in the day when you were a personal trainer, it must have been crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. For, yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, <laughs> well, they're cool, you know, the older ladies, you know, it's good. I, all ladies. All ladies. Well, now I'm taken, so I can't, I gotta, I gotta hide that fan mail. Save it. Save it for. Yeah. You said you have to hide it. You can't. <laughs> Put it on a special flash drive. Yeah. Look, it's Jesse, Jesse, and there's Don, and there's Shang, and there's Joe. Frankie? Frankie? Oh, up there. Frankie. Oh, hello. Well, listen. Uh, we got to go. Jesse, where can people, what, what, do, you, what do you got coming I know. up? I got my kid here, too. Um, I got uh, SDG August 30th. And then whatever happens with uh, uh, ACA, I should find out my next fight, MMA fight, here shortly. So yes. I, you know, I'm hoping I'm hoping that that contract ends, PFL, Bellator, UFC again. So, so I want to I want to make another run for it. Are you Jesse? Are you looking at Bellator? Is that where you'd like to go, Bellator? I, I would like Bellator. I'm waiting for this ACA contract to finish out. But yeah, I like Bellator, even PFL. That's a million dollars, man. So. I, I like oh, those man. tournaments. I, I, I love the tournaments. You know, I do good at the tournaments. So I want to do that. Well, I, I, I work for the PFL, so I'll put in a, a good word. Put, put in a good word for me, Adam. Thank you, bro. Thanks for having me on. 1,000%. Thank you, Don. Don, bro, is a legend, man. I'm happy yeah. I was on the Don Fry. Don Fry is a legend, and, and, and Trump, Trump still don't lose, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, but I still can talk shit. <laughs> I know he's not. He's that? That's Shane. Still, I'm talking shit. That? That's Joey. That? That's Don Fry. Hi, cutie pie. That's Jesse. Hello. That's Jesse. Say, say, say bye. 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 Bye.